0: You're listening to the Unpacking It Live podcast presented by MetaShare. Each week, Bryce, Luke, and Henry unpack sports, faith, and life with the goal of challenging, encouraging,
1: and inspiring you to follow Jesus and become more like him. Now, from Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here's your host, Bryce Johnson.
0: Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, presented by Metashare. We have been off for a few weeks, but we are back. So glad to be with you. Luke is here. Henry is here. CJ is here. So glad to be with you on this hot July afternoon. Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina, in the wonderful Unpacking It studio. Added a Peyton Manning jersey to the wall. I'm excited about that. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today as we catch up on the last couple of weeks. And and so we got to talk about all the NBA trades that did happen or the signings that did happen, the ones that haven't, that could happen. And then NFL training camps are underway. Not all of them, but we've got enough to, to, to wet, wet the whistle a little bit. Add that to our cliche bank. Uh, And and so I'm excited about the Oakland or now the Las Vegas Raiders getting going last week. And during our unpack this segment today, we will talk about Darren Waller and comments that he made about his contract. And this time of year, we hear a lot about contracts, holdouts. Do guys want more money? Will they get more money? And there's a, a great parallel that I believe for you and I to be encouraged today. So we will get to that in just a little bit also the big news in the nfl that took place while i was gone and i will tell you about the day that i had when this this happened but baker mayfield has been traded to the carolina panthers and so if you will notice here in the studio the light is on the panthers light is back on there is hope here in charlotte and i will let you know what i'm convinced of in regards to the fallout from that trade and what that means for the Panthers moving forward. Uh, we've got a loaded tap drill today. It includes NFL helmets, Madden, Charles Barkley, and other shenanigans. We've also got the metashare moment of the week that involves a bat boy. We have a life quandary about the pool. I have spent a, a lot of time at the pool this summer. And I have a life quandary for you as a listener to answer today. We will get Luke's thoughts on the question as well. Uh, we may hear from Henry on this as, as well, because I am curious to know what the answer is and how to respond when I'm at the pool. And so, uh, so you'll have to stick around for that one. It does not involve any Speedo talk. So you're good there. So we're free from the Speedo Talk on that one. So we are thrilled to be here. This is the Unpacking It Live podcast. Thanks to everybody joining us. Uh, I see you jumping on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, so be sure to uh, to follow us on all those those platforms, whatever you are, are most uh, comfortable with and you enjoy uh, being a part of. I go back and forth. Like I'm not a big Instagram guy. My, my most consistent social media platform is probably Twitter. I, I love how I interact with Twitter. <laughs> do I love everything about Twitter? Probably not. But as far as sports kind of news and, and quick updates, I, I enjoy Twitter. So that's, that's, that's where you can find me uh, for sure. And, and you can find at Unpacking It uh, everywhere uh, as well. And so for those of you like Luke that do like Instagram and you like those little stories, you get on there and you see us. You see Unpacking It on there as, as well. Um, we are brought to you by Metashare, And so, so thankful for our partnership with Medishare, and if you're looking for affordable, reliable healthcare, uh, man, the best option it's Medishare. So you can go to Medishare.com/slash/unpacking it. Medishare.com/slash/unpacking it. Medishare offers programs for every budget. They use a biblical model. It's a, it's a unique model for for how they they handle healthcare. Uh, it's not health insurance. It's a it's a unique uh, setup, and so you can. Look into it, figure out all the different details and, and how it can work for you and your family. It's been great for my family uh, coming on, gosh, six years or, or so. And actually, they just did a, a member spotlight on my family. And, and so you can find that out on the MediShare blog. Uh, we've linked to it on our, our social media platforms as well. So they interviewed me. I answered questions about kind of my story with unpacking it and my story with MediShare. Uh, so you can check that out. But, uh, but go to MediShare.com slash unpacking it all right before we do i'm convinced let's say hello to luke who has not been on this show since his trip around the world uh you you're a world traveler you're (laughs) on your your big cruise so so give us kind of one big takeaway uh because we haven't talked to you uh, i've talked to you but the audience hasn't talked to you since then
2: yeah so the cruise was amazing, uh, so I went to seven countries. I was wow. with uh, Madeline and then her parents. It was their 30-year anniversary, and they were like, you know, if anyone wants to come, pay your own way, please join us. And we're thinking, yeah, we're definitely down for that. So our first big vacation outside of our honeymoon that we've taken, a huge takeaway, English is spoken everywhere. and that and, <laughs> in, in the Scandinavian countries and northern Europe, if you know English, you're good to go. Like we would ask people at restaurants, do you know English? And they would respond, of course. Like, oh, sorry. So I guess that, <laughs> it's a guarantee. It's a, it's a given that you speak English. Made it super easy to travel. Now, I appreciate you asking me about the cruise. However, there's two things that I cannot let slide from the introduction to this podcast. There's one, a lot there. One, definitely can't buy stock and wet the whistle. Can't <laughs> buy stock in that phrase. Nope. <laughs> definitely out on that one. Uh, and two, I'm going to out you uh, on here is evidence why Bryce is not an Instagram uh, machine. And it, it's honestly one of the most hilarious and confusing moments I've experienced in, in my career as a human being on this earth. So I oversee all our social media, and on it was either the Fantasy Football Fellowship Instagram or the Unpacking to Instagram. And I did... Oh, it was the Unpacking to Instagram. And we do sports trivia sometimes. So I post questions, and then you have answer choices, A, B, C, and D. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of a sudden... So you you answer the question on the story. All of a sudden, I'm getting DMs <laughs> from the Fantasy Football Fellowship account. So I'm on the Unpacking an account. I'm getting DMs from the Fantasy Football Fellowship account. <laughs> I get a DM that
0: just says a <laughs> I'm like, what is this who i run this account from? i was I... just trying to participate <laughs> i a run this account
2: so i'm thinking who's dming me who has access to this it's a reply to one of the questions a and then i get another reply to another question i get a reply b like what's going on here all of a sudden it clicks bryce is on the fantasy football fellowship account instead of clicking on the actual poll, he's DMing me his answers, the letter choice of the options. And I had to call him and I'm thinking, Bryce, this is so wrong. You uh, realize what you're doing. No, I, I didn't. appreciate the participation. But it was I'm standing in line to order ice cream and I'm trying to put together what on earth is happening here. I'm just getting letters of the alphabet dm to me from the fantasy account. So had to share that today. Bryce is not on Instagram very often, but I will give you credit—a great Twitter follow.
0: And you there got you a go. lot of followers. Got there a lot go. of followers. There you go. So the, uh, but we never figured out if I got those trivia questions right. So I, I've fair. still been wondering. The about jury's that. still I was out trying on that. Trying to participate in your <laughs> questions. Uh, that must have been months ago. But, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, we're uh, we're glad to to be back together. Uh, we, we've taken you know, just some time off. And, and for me personally, uh, took some time off to, to, really, uh, spend time with the Lord. I did a lot of reading, uh, took some time, went on, on Friday, went by a, a river and, and just a real peaceful, uh, endeavor a true uh, for outdoorsman. me fin- Finished the book. Yeah. Real outdoorsman. <laughs> I sat in my car actually for a lot of it. Too many bugs, too many bugs, It's too hot, too many bugs. Uh, but I did enjoy, I did enjoy elements of it outside. Um, yeah. But I do want to actually today, I, I, I completed three books, two of them Impressive. I want to recommend today and, and, and talk about. So the first one is a book by John Eldridge called Resilient. OK, I'm not I'm not benefiting from promoting this. Uh, I benefited from reading this book and and I really believe everyone should read it. It's, the, the subtitle is Restoring Your Weary Soul in These Turbulent Times. We all know what. Is going on in this world. It's crazy. Uh, we know what we've been through, through this pandemic, and we need to heal. We need to be restored. Jesus is the answer. Jesus restores our soul. This book though, will take you through a wonderful process to understand that, to, to reflect on really what all of us have gone through and then what each of us have gone through individually. So a, a lot of healing for me, a lot of just things to process through this book was really, really helpful. So uh, I encourage it's a, it's a new book. Jody got it for me for father's day. Uh, and, and it, it's awesome. So, uh, I love that one. And then this is, uh, an older book it's called disciplines of a godly man. Uh, and so this is real practical, real, uh, real encouraging, just living out the, the the Christian life and following Jesus and, and being a man of God. And so I got a lot out of that book as well. So, uh, those are two that filled me up. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go here today. So we're going to talk sports. We're going to talk Jesus, uh, here in, in a little bit as well. And and Luke, I want to go back a couple weeks because we we do have some sports stories we got to catch up on, and and the one big story for for me was you know really this was a, a NFL story. Where was Baker Mayfield going to go? Hmm. The Browns had given up on Baker Mayfield, and if you listen to the show, you remember last year maybe I went through like all the NFL quarterbacks and gave them sort of a a status update and. Yep. and my thought on Baker Mayfield last year was Baker Mayfield is a backup quarterback. That's the level of talent that he is. He's a backup quarterback.
2: That was a a confident opinion, if I may recall correctly. you were yeah, one of your more confident opinions about the quarterbacks
0: in the league. and somewhat uh maybe different, you know number one pick, you know to say he's a backup, you know yeah, significant, yeah. okay. And then if you listen throughout the whole season. I think we brought it up almost every week, but I absolutely loved the Baker Mayfield commercials. And so he ended up getting yeah, no on doubt. our show as far as the, top, the topic of Baker Mayfield a good bit, but usually it was about the progressive insurance commercials. And, and I think he's a great actor and, and for those commercials. And, and so through all this stuff in the offseason, I was pretty against the, the Panthers getting Baker, except for I like the idea of trading Sam Darnold for Baker Mayfield. So so no matter what I I still felt like I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Sam Darnold. There were probably some other options that I would have preferred as a Panthers fan, but ultimately if it meant choosing between Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. And so now, let's flash fast forward, flash forward. Um that was a fun show. I don't know if anyone ever saw that. I think it was called Flash Forward. It was a really cool show. It was only one season. But anyway, <laughs> but we fast forward and um, now Baker's on the Panthers, and I am all in. And so here's what I'm convinced of today. I'm convinced your NFC South champions for 2022 will be. You ready? Do we have a drum roll? Oh, that's a no, wrong drum. We have a last uh, track. That's a last track. Well, that's probably, that's probably fitting. It's your <laughs> Carolina Panthers. It's the Carolina Panthers. I am buying in. And it's not just because of Baker Mayfield. But it is the makeup of this Panthers team. The Panthers invested in the defense in the draft two years ago. Uh, really kind of over the years have, have added pieces. And in trades. And in trades. The 11 guys on defense, really strong. The Panthers defense was really good last year, when healthy especially. And, and so the pieces are all there on defense. The, the the skilled positions on offense, DJ Moore, one of the top receivers in the NFL, top I'll give you absolutely top 20, arguably top 15, with a decent quarterback, man, the sky's the <laughs> limit. Um, and so we'll see if Baker is that guy. But, but nonetheless, D.J. Moore is legit. If Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey big if, but I'm, I'm buying into him being healthy this year, is the best running back in the NFL. Derrick Henry can make a case. Uh, Jonathan Taylor can make a case. Your boy but, Austin Eckler. I love Eckler. But, but McCaffrey's right there. And so, and then the, the Panthers fix the offensive line in the offseason, at least on paper, and, and drafting Iquanu, uh, Iki Iquanu. They're, they're, they're looking great at, at, on the offensive line. So that's why I'm convinced this Panthers team is great. Now, all Baker Mayfield has to be is be like Jake DeLoe, my favorite Panthers quarterback ever. Bring energy, be a good teammate, be a good leader, and get the ball to your top receiver. That's mm-hmm. what Jake used to do with, with uh, Steve Smith and and then hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey, and you're going to be in good shape. And and so with Baker Mayfield, when he was healthy in Cleveland, he won games and, and completed a lot of passes. And so if that's the kind of guy that we get here in Carolina, I'm in. Now, why don't you ask, Wait, wait the Panthers win in the NFC South, what about the Bucs? I already told you before I went on, on my break. The Bucs are done. Move on from the Bucs. Once Tom Brady entered into his, I might retire, he, he's done. Gronk has given up. He knows this Bucks team isn't isn't making it back to the Super Bowl. Leonard Fournette he spent more time at Krispy Kreme than I did <laughs> over the last few months. And that's saying and, something. And that's saying something. And and so he's loading up on talk about you going to get ice cream. He's been going to get ice cream. Um, I don't know what his food of choice is, but. But Leonard Fournette's not ready to go in that backfield. So anyway, the Bucs are – I'm not counting on them. Sean Payton's gone from New Orleans. Atlanta's in a total rebuild. So there you go. There's hope with Baker Mayfield. He's better than Sam Darnold. And the light is back on in the studio. And I'm optimistic the Panthers win the NFC South this year. So there you go.
2: You know, I will say, not that I'm necessarily a Baker defender, but he's very talented. Very talented. I mean, that was his thing extremely accurate passer, coming out of college, number one pick. And, you know, has he certainly had many faults? Yeah. Has he also been in Cleveland, which has been chaotic? Yeah, no doubt about that. But Carolina, your Panthers, what, a fifth-round pick? That's it? Oh, That's it all they had to trade. trade. I mean, come on. Of course you're going to do that. Yep. To get a number one pick for a fifth-rounder? Also, weren't Darnold and Baker the same draft? They went Absolutely. one and three. Yep. That's hilarious. So I know. They're, du- they're duking it out a mere handful of years, a couple years later, after going one and three in the same draft. So that's fascinating. But it's a no-brainer. Of course you're going to take a flyer on Baker. It was basically free, because wh- wh- what are you going to get with a fifth rounder? It's a co- complete shot in the dark at that point. And the Panthers last year, the first quarter of the season were, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, but what seed? That was the narrative because they were building the defense and because you have so many skilled positions, well, they were, weren't, when they what, three and one last season before the Cowboys game as a Cowboys fan, I was very nervous for that Carolina.
0: game. <laughs> Darnold played well during that time. During yeah. The initial they stretch.
2: almost had an insane comeback, which would have been devastating. Um, but yeah, I, that's going to be interesting. It's see, I, to your point I think it seems Bucks and Panthers duking it out to win that division and if you're a listener of the Fantasy Football Fellowship podcast you know Bryce is out on the Bucks. Bryce yes. is very much out on the Bucks. So we'll see. I'm a big Mike Evans guy and Aggie um, but outside of that yeah, I don't really have any stock in the Bucks. So I wouldn't be upset at their demise.
0: Yeah, it's just it just feels like it's it's time. The fact that they won a Super Bowl remarkable but it just seems like the Bucks are done, and I, it's not even necessarily that Brady's going to be awful. I, I just don't think they have what it takes to keep the momentum going. They went all in for two years, and you know, last year they fell, they fell short. Rams got them, um, and I think that that was sort of the end. It just felt like the end for the Bucks, and and I think Brady knew it, and he retired, and then he just couldn't stay retired, and so that doesn't that doesn't mean that he's going to come back and everything's going to be okay. I, I think it I think it ended but he's just not willing to let go. He only and came
2: back to, in, to spite Schefter. That's right. That, 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 that's, that's, that's what we learned about uh, this. That Schefter broke news. the news of his retirement, and he's like, you know what, that's not, that's not how it's going to be. I'm going to play another season and then announce my retirement. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, all right, we got a lot of, of NFL to, uh, to talk about, and we will over the next few weeks as training camps open up. They kind of stagger it which puts certain teams in the spotlight and, and, and teams that we get to kind of focus on as they get going. And the first team that, that started training camp last week, the Las Vegas Raiders. And, and so we're going to jump into our Unpack This segment where we unpack sports, uh, faith, and life, and we take sports parallels and, and relate them to our own lives and relate them to the Bible. And, and so today I, I want to take a look at this Raiders team. And and first off, I'm going to say, as much as I'm on the Panthers bandwagon this year, and I was not on the bandwagon at the end of last year with the Panthers, I was not on the Raiders bandwagon last year. And all that they went through with Gruden and all that kind of stuff, I appreciated the run that they were on, but I just wasn't really uh, buying into them. They surprised me. They did well. They made it to the playoffs, shockingly. Uh, But this year, going into the season, I like what they've done. I like the pieces. I'm a big Derek Carr fan. Adding Devontae Adams is, is just undeniable, undeniably huge oh, for yeah. them. To add him with Hunter Renfro, the consistency, the reliability of him, and then one of the top tight ends in the league, Darren Waller. And that's who we're going to focus on today because his story is remarkable. So on a side note, just his, his overcoming drug addiction that, that began at the age of 15 and multiple mm. drugs, alcohol, he was suspended for a whole year. In the NFL uh, back in 2017, the Raiders gave him a shot in 2018, and then he really burst onto the scene in 2019. 19, 20, 21, had good solid seasons. Uh, 2020 was his best year, led the NFL in receptions for for a tight end. So based on the success that he's had, he has now become underpaid. And this happens in the NFL, especially a guy like him, who was almost out of the league, and, and he was just thankful to have a contract. Well, now at this point, he's playing like one of the best tight ends in the league. And, you know, you're able to negotiate to say, hey, I got I to gotta make more money. Now, what we often see in the NFL this time of year, guys like to hold out. Guys say, I'm not coming to camp unless I get a deal. And they stay home. Darren Waller, he's there. He has mm. shown up to camp. And here is his comments when when asked about it. He says, I'm focused on playing right now. My agent handles that. Whatever is going on there is whatever is going on there. But whatever the outcome is of that, I'm here and I'm playing. And I find this refreshing. I think it's awesome that that Darren Waller is at camp. And the best part of this is that he's saying, hey, I'm going to control what I can control. He's not actually saying this. I'm putting words in his mouth. Uh, which drives me nuts when other people do that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, but, but, you know, he's saying, hey, I'm going to control what I can control. Uh, he's trusting his agent to do what he does. He's saying, hey, my agent does that. Um, that, that that's My agent handles that. That's the, that's the line. And, and so he's, Darren Waller, remaining focused as a player and the role that, that he's responsible for, being a tight end for the Raiders. He's there for his teammates. He's showing up. He's got the right attitude, right perspective. And, and letting his agent handle the contract. So the question for us today, I got a couple of them. But first off, how different would our lives be if we operated with a similar mindset? Because as followers of Jesus, we serve a God who loves us and is working on our behalf and for our good. And, and so he knows what he's doing. And so that allows us to trust him to do what only he can do so that we can then focus on the role that he's called us to. And, and so we let him uh, fight our battles. He's the one fighting our battles, handling the outcomes and he's with us each step of the way. But what do we do? We get all worked up. We, we try to, we try to, you know, get caught up in all the details of everything and, and we're worried and we're, we're focused on, on certain outcomes that we really want to see happen. And when they don't happen the way that, we want or the timing that we want we we get bent out of shape and and we're filled with all those those negative emotions that that weigh us down but what if we actually said no 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 my god handles that he's fighting the battles for me and and i'm just going to do what i can control and 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 have the right attitude and have the trust in him and and so the 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 old testament uh gives some great verses where you know, God continues to remind his people uh, that he's fighting, he's fighting their battles. And so in Deuteronomy says you shall not fear them for it is the Lord, your God who fights for you in Exodus amplified version. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. And, and then, so that's the old Testament. So God's fighting the battles for his, for his people. He's, he's providing the, the strength. He's in control. He's, he's got the outcomes taken care of. And then for us, we know that Jesus came to earth, fought the ultimate battle on our behalf, just like an agent is working on behalf of his, his players. Jesus, on our behalf, died on the cross, rose again, and defeated sin and death. And, and so now, uh, this is what he says in, in John 16, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So he's he's already won on our behalf. He's 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 continuing to fight on our behalf, continuing to strengthen and empower us day in, day out. He is with us. And so it's up to us to trust him and and say, just like Darren Wallers talking about his his agent, yeah, yeah, my agent handles that. So when the questions come and Hey, Darren, are you worried about your contract? Hey, Darren, don't you think you deserve more money? Hey, Darren, well, you know, why, aren't, why aren't you holding out? Oh, yeah, my agent's handling that. And then for you and I, when we're facing the, 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 the challenges and the, 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 the opportunities to worry or the things that, that cause concerns, how are we responding? Are we surrendered? Are we trusting? Are we saying, my God's got that. My God's handling that. He's fighting for me. He's already overcome the world. I rest in that. My eternity is secure in him. These other battles that come up, they're, they're hard. They're challenging. Life is, is brutal. Trust me. But God's, God's working for, for our good, and he's working on our behalf. And so we can trust him and stay surrendered to him. And, and so uh, I'll, I'll leave us with this as well. Um, in 1 Peter, it says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. And then uh, Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And so instead of becoming distracted and filled with worry over all of our, our problems and desired outcomes, uh, we can continue to say, my God handles that and allow him to uh, to continue to fight for us and and we just have to we have to let go and, and kind of not get in the way. Ultimately God's gonna do what he does and, and and he can he can handle it. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't need our help. Um but he allows us to participate in the work that he's doing and 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 we are called to to certain action um but ultimately it's a surrendered heart. It's a it's a trust. That's that's what that's what he's after and that's that's how we can live with peace and not having to be caught up in, in worry and, and everything else. Uh, and so I hope that's encouraging to you today uh, as we take a look at, at, at Darren Waller and, and I appreciate his his approach. Uh, and really, it comes from a I'm putting this on him, but a, a heart of thankfulness. He's thankful to be in the NFL now. He he's earned a, a, a better salary. So I understand him wanting to to get, you know, have his agent work on his behalf and that kind of thing. But it also comes from a thankfulness. Uh, and and really a right attitude, and so I do think there's some similarities and parallels that we can be enc- encouraged by uh, from Darren today. So, Luke, God's fighting our battles. Uh, any any other uh, add ons that, that you've got for us today?
2: Yeah, this is really relevant to something I've been you know wrestling with recently. I was uh I was meeting a older guy older. His 40s. I'm sure he wouldn't want me to call him older. Yikes!
0: Older than me. I'm closer uh, to 40 than yeah, than I'd like to yeah. be. Yeah.
2: In my community group, we met for coffee and really enjoy spending time with him. And he'd just been challenging my idea on the importance of faith and belief at the center of everything. Like, what our prayer life looks like, that relates to our belief in God. Do we actually believe prayer is important? Do we actually believe God can do this? It's not necessarily a busyness thing, but it's centered on our belief. And you talking about, I mean, the idea of God fighting our battles, do we believe that's true? And I've just been challenged recently on, you know what, what things do I actually not believe as strong as I need to? And I forget what reference it is, but in the Gospels on the Father that comes to Jesus to ask him to heal a son, and he says, I believe, help my unbelief. That's a prayer that I've been starting to pray constantly, and God's kind of convicted me and brought me to more humility on, hey, there's things—you have unbelief in your heart about certain things about me, certain things about what I can do, and trusting God will fight our battles starts with believing that He can and believing that He will. And then, you know, not necessarily—not fighting our battles in a me-first way, but you know, God will fight our battles according to what His will for us is, and His will for us is to believe in His Son. John 6 talks about that. The work of the Father is—the work of God is to believe in Christ. Um, the will of God is that people would believe in His Son, Jesus. So, you know, this, these are recent things I'm wrestling with, so I appreciate— this is a timely reminder on—I need to ask myself and really look at my heart and have the Spirit kind of illuminate my mind— Okay, what things about God fighting my battles do I struggle to believe? Do I only believe he'll fight certain battles? Do I believe he's capable of fighting all battles? So, yeah, it's just been something I've been wrestling with recently, and I encourage those watching or listening, you know, really ask yourself. Like, of course, we'll say, yeah, I believe God fights our battles. Yeah, of course. But I— I would be willing to say that all of us, there's there's unbelief in certain areas of our life, in certain areas of our heart where we struggle to believe God will fight certain battles or that he can. So that's what I'm challenging myself with and been convicted of lately. So very timely reminder.
0: And it's also yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that to to add to that, we don't always have to try to figure everything out in our own. Abilities and limited understanding, and and in our own own strength too, Uh, and even going back to the parallel, Darren Waller trying to figure out all the, all right, what is my worth? What is my, you know, what should my contract be? Let his agent do that. And so we have the God of the universe who sees all, knows all. Let's trust him. Let's trust his wisdom instead of trying to figure everything out. Well, maybe I should do this, or maybe I should do that. No, How how about we go to God? How about we trust him? And when he says go, we go. When He leads us a certain way, we go that direction. Um, and in the meantime, we wait, we trust, we do whatever we know we're we're called to do that He's made clear to do next. We do mm-hmm. that, and then yeah. when we don't know, we pause and we seek Him and we rest in Him and 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 surrender to uh, the work that He's doing in us and through us, and again fighting the battle for us. And it's
2: not like we live our lives not knowing the overall outcome. Now, <clears throat> this isn't something necessarily to just tell someone amidst tragedy or hardship. I mean, there's counsel and sitting with people. But as we talk today, you know, we do know the outcome. If we're in Christ, we're going to be resurrected. We are made sons and daughters of God. We are part of the kingdom of God. We know that to be true. So obviously this is hard, and day in, day out, you know, it's it's difficult to 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 comprehend, okay, I don't know what next week's going to look like. I don't know what 10 years from now is going to look like. But there is a peace knowing I'm a son of God. I am in Christ. Through faith in Christ, I have, I have repented of my sin. I placed my faith in Jesus. Jesus is, God's given me his Holy Spirit. I know the outcome. And I think we need to remind ourselves that more and more often, not in an unsympathetic way, like, oh, I can't believe that person's worrying. How dare hmm. they? They know the outcome. No, no, it's much more difficult than that. But in conversations like these, we ought to remind ourselves, we know, if we believe that God is true to his promises, we know the outcome. We are part of the kingdom of God based on his grace towards us. And that's something to rejoice in and to really, really find comfort in. But it takes, you know, meditating on that and, and comprehending that and really stirring with that on a very, fairly often basis.
0: Absolutely. Man, no, good stuff. So, I uh, yeah, the, the the line for me today to to remember and, and to to recite is, oh yeah, my, my God handles that, my God handles that, and uh, Darren Wall- Waller saying my agent handles that, and and for us as the the negative thoughts start to to creep in, the worry starts to creep in, it's my God handles that, my God handles that, and I think if we yeah. really did that, that's a powerful thing. Mm. Um, I just thought of it. I mean, I just read it today and wrote it today. Uh, but that, but I want to implement this because, because worry very easily creeps in, um, every single day, whether it's a small thing, big thing, a, a lot of things. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, my God handles that. So we'll leave you with that. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, this devotional will go out in just a little bit. So if you have not subscribed to the unpack this devotional, you can go to com slash subscribe, subscribe for free. It goes out in written form to your email inbox Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and, and encourage you to, uh, to check that out. We appreciate you forwarding it to your friends and family. Encourage someone uh, that's a sports fan that, uh, that, that may like that specific topic or be encouraged by that specific topic. So uh, always encourage us to, uh, to forward and, and pass it along. Uh, we just want to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. And so that's why we're here, and, uh, and so we, we enjoy doing it. And, and whatever God puts on our hearts, we, we try to share that uh, with you, the, the, the sports fan. Uh, a part of unpacking it. We also enjoy talking sports, enjoying sports together. And there's a lot that that we've missed the last few weeks that we've been off. And and Luke and I haven't been on a show together in five weeks. Five weeks. So, Been stir crazy, man. It really is. And and I mentioned the Raiders got things going with NFL training camp starting up. I'm curious for those listening live that want to jump in. and, And for you, Luke, what team are you most kind of excited about that that kind of heads into training camp. Like to me, there are certain teams where it's like, yeah, no, they're kind of the same as last year. Not much excitement. It'll be fun to see them. man eh, But then there are some teams that big changes in the off season, a new coach, a new quarterback. Uh, what team kind of has your attention to where you're, you're, you're watching it closely. There's a, a level of, of intrigue, uh, concern, a level of questioning, uh, what team jumps out to you? Because for me, the Raiders. There's a lot of excitement with Devontae Adams, Josh McDaniels taking over, Ken McDaniels coach again. How good can Derek Carr be with these weapons and you know picking up on the momentum from last year? Uh, so I would say the the Raiders. I'm most intrigued by. What about for you?
2: Well, obviously the Cowboys. Um, and really following closely, what's the Zeke Tony Pollard situation going to be? I, you are for sure team Pollard. I have much favor towards Pollard, but a healthy, I mean, he played Zeke played with an injured hamstring for a while. So that's going to be interesting to watch closely. You know, overall this season, maybe this is just recency bias, but has there been an off season with, with more question marks and almost prove it years from the quarterback standpoint than, than this upcoming season, this upcoming season? it's there's so many the jury's out on so many guys to a huge prove it year like oh, dude yeah. if you don't do it this year like is it going to happen Trevor Lawrence you know he's it's it's a whole new coaching staff he's going to have eat a healthy ETN James Robinson's good I mean, what's the yeah, next Robinson's step gonna healthy. what's gonna look what's gonna look like for Trevor Lawrence you know honestly a big prove it year for Derek Carr there's a lot of Derek Carr haters certainly not you or me we're pro Derek Carr but if he if he has a the same year with all the weapons he has, which I don't think I think he's gonna have a monster year, um, that's a that's a big deal. Justin Herbert, what's the next step for him gonna be like? Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson. I mean, that's ultimately what I'm following. Specifically though, the Patriots and Mac Jones. Interesting. You know, with you know trading to kill Harry what what are the weapons going to look like that mac jones is throwing to what's his step going to be like i mean there's just so many question marks how do you interpret mac jones season last year when they go beat buffalo throwing the ball like three times and i, I don't know it's just interesting I, I don't think i'm a mac jones hater but i'm very curious to watch you know what are the patriots going to be like this next season last year is all defense and a I'm not going to turn the ball over, but
0: I'm not going to do anything crazy. Mac Jones, but they're going to unleash him. Get ready for Mac Jones taking the next step. That's gonna, It's going to be interesting to see. I'm very I'm curious
2: in. to keep a close eye. I, and I, I I don't necessarily like saying that because uh, Patriots. Yeah, i get him out of here. But it's interesting. It's a whole new era. I'm very curious.
0: All right. So a couple other teams to to mention. Those are all great. And I know Henry's all excited to see if Daniel Jones can prove it this year with uh, Dayball taking over. Uh, as head coach, so uh, Henry's got his Giants hat. We'll see. We'll see Henry in a moment with tap drill. Um, but you, you didn't mention Russell Wilson in Denver. To me, this is one of the more fascinating, and I'm, I'm yep. actually a little surprised the hype. It's very similar to the Rams last year. I was all in on on Matthew Stafford, and I drafted Cooper Cup and and was in on the the Rams. Uh, I probably didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl necessarily, but uh, but I, I was excited about him. With Denver, it seems like there's some buzz, but not to the level I would expect with them getting Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people are, are downplaying last year. That was the first year he was injured. Before that, he's always healthy. It's I mean, it's amazing to me. Russell Wilson still never gets the credit. He's one of those quarterbacks that just, he kind of flies under the radar because when they won the Super Bowl, it was all about the defense of Marshawn Lynch. When they lost the Super Bowl, it was all Russell Wilson's fault for throwing the interception. And It's almost like that has carried on the narrative of yeah. of Russell Wilson, yep. and here he is in Denver with plenty of weapons. Now the problem is the division is going to be so tough. Yeah. Um, now Nathaniel Hackett, head, new head coach, coming from the Packers. So we'll see. I don't. I have no idea if he if that translates to him being a great head coach and, and how him and Russell Wilson get on the same page and can it happen quickly. Um, I guess the difference with the the Rams. Is they were, they went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff and then they upgraded to Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the Broncos were at least uh, competitive. They, they've got a good defense, a great running game. That's the key. I mean, unbelievable running
2: game. The Broncos could be so good. The yeah, only it's unfortunate. It's a Super Bowl caliber is, team. Yes, but there's going to be a casualty in that division. I really, I mean, they're all really, really good. And it's unfortunate that. You know, one of them, at least one of them, is just going to be a casualty of such a good division. And it's going to be unfortunate who it is because you want every team to to succeed. You just mentioned Derek Carr. We want to see him succeed. We love Derek Carr. You definitely can't root against Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. No way. Or, I got turned around. Herbert. Yes. Wilson. They're
0: all in the same division. Yeah,
2: and... Like, who, which team do you root against? You want to see all of them in the playoffs, and it's just unfortunate knowing that that can't happen. So
0: we'll see. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, happens. I, yeah, that, I don't. I guess for there could be three. I guess all three could get a wild card, but it just it wouldn't have enough wins. Is that ever combined. happened?
2: An entire nah, division makes not. the
0: playoffs? It's probably not possible because you have to get enough wins to get in, and they're going to have to beat each other. So some, yeah. of, some of, you're gonna have, you're, they're gonna accumulate losses uh, yeah. against each other but it is gonna be fascinating because they're gonna be on national TV one of one of those teams will be on national TV every week um, and playing against each other every other week yeah uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting but really the Chiefs now have some intrigue um even though they really only lost Tyree kill but it sort of changed their offense a little bit to where all right now even more is on Mahomes to, to carry them well, and, and he- can Kelsey continue to play at the level that he's always played at?
2: Is this the year we realize finally that the the idea that someone can be so good and that automatically means multiple Super Bowls? Can we just put that to bed? Because <laughs> the talk, I mean, we've talked about this for over a year on the show. The idea that Mahomes is going to go out and win five Super Bowls is
0: outrageous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Borderline dynasty. What? Four conference championships in a row. Is that right? Four in a three in a row. Four in a row.
0: Yeah, I mean they've been great every year.
2: Every year, they're in a really good division, where that again could they be the casualty? I don't know. But regardless, we need to put to bed that Mahomes. Oh yeah, five Super Bowls. Oh, could he reach Tom Brady? Okay, let's let's pause the let's pump the brakes a little bit. Now he's fighting to win the division. That's not even a guarantee, not a guarantee. That's going to be so difficult because you said Russell Wilson and those Seahawks teams with the Legion of boom, that great defense, and then him being, uh, being healthy, good weapons on offense. Is that almost replicated in Denver? Great defense last year. And I know head coaching change, but, and now he has. I mean, Roger just commented on Facebook. Has he ever had more weapons than this?
0: Uh, no, nah. I, I mean, Lockett, Metcalf, those are those are top guys, but he's never really had a tight end. Um, not that he has a great. There, there's two, some hype. Yeah, there's a guy in really Denver good that running hyping.
2: backs. I mean, three
0: outside of Judy and and Cortland Sutton, you still have Tim Patrick. That's right, and Hamler, KJ Hamler. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, he, he's gonna have a big big year. I, I'm uh, yeah, I'm just again, I'm surprised. I thought there'd be more hype for Matthew Stafford last year. I hope there. I I, I thought there would be more hype for Russell Wilson and maybe it will build. And I'm looking at it from a fantasy perspective as well. Um, But, but yeah, I think, I I think, I think Wilson's going to, going to have a very nice season. Um, All right. So uh, the other thing that's been going on the last few weeks, the NBA has been crazy. And if you listen to this show, you know that Luke and I and and Henry too, we're diehard NBA guys. Diehard. I mean, I love the first week of July, the second week of July, With free, I mean, I I care about every free agent signing. If a team signs the 10th man, I wanna know about it. (laughs) I wanna know how much he got. I wanna know what his role is gonna be. I'm in. Uh, Summer League, I'm in. Um, Intern Landon is all about Summer League too. So, I mean, I was watching replays of Summer League. So if I didn't catch it live, I'm going back to watch it. So I'm all in. But the big question that still looms over the NBA. Is where will Kevin Durant play next season? Now, before our our break, I said Kevin Durant was going to go to the Heat, Um, so I'm still kind of like clinging to that. But I don't think the Heat can offer the best package if they're not going to give up Bam out of bio. So if that's not if he's not part of it, then there's really not a way to make it enticing enough for the Nets. And then apparently, the, the 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 latest news is Kyrie Irving would be open to playing for the Nets next season. (laughs) So the saga with him, as you know, and I don't even want to talk about it anymore because I talk about it way too much on the show, but the saga with him, it's just, it's unbelievable the the roller coaster ride. And, and so the news today too, was Kevin Durant possibly to the Celtics, which I'm very intrigued by. I like that possibility because if we get a rematch of the Celtics and warriors in the finals and Kevin Durant, is on the other side going up against the Warriors? Sign me up. I'm in. Now, the thought of Kevin Durant going back to the Warriors, no, I'm out on that. Please don't let that happen. That should not be considered. That ship has sailed. We saw it. We've moved on. Don't go back to that. So I don't want that to happen. If he goes back to the Nets and it's him and Kyrie next season, eh, want, want, seems a little boring. I like the movement. I like to see some action. So I'm now kind of rooting for the Celtics situation. So, let me
2: offer a different perspective. Why would you want anything to do with Kevin Durant? Now, if, if, now I realize, I say this knowing top three player easily. I mean, good argument for best player in the NBA, still. But, he's older, he's proven to be somewhat injury prone, and is he almost, like, the risk to where... Yeah, he's going to want to move on pretty quickly. So as a franchise, I was listening to Dallas uh, Sports Radio this morning, and they talked about, do you want to trade five years of your future for two years of Kevin Durant? I don't know. The rumor that the Nets want Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, other rotation players, and multiple picks is outrageous to me. Why? That's not worth Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant better than Jalen Brown? Absolutely. The Celtics offering Brown, Derek White, and a pick or two picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I agree. But to then give up more rotational players and Marcus Smart and multi- more picks. Come on, what are we doing? Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum in- entering into their prime. They were in the NBA Finals and they got better. They added Malcolm Brogdon.
0: So yeah, why true. would you? Why it. would you? like a lot. I liked why would lot.
2: you hurt your depth by? and get rid of two-star players for Kevin Durant, who is an upgrade, but is the net, no pun intended, a, a downgrade? Yeah. Like, come no, on, that's what fair. are we doing? At, at, at what point is it not
0: worth it? It's the, just outrageous to me. And we have to keep going back to this truth. Kyrie Irving cannot win without LeBron. He has been, I, I, I'm going to be careful with this, he has been a loser. He has not won a lot of games without LeBron James. That's the reality. When he was in Cleveland, they were a lottery team, so he couldn't carry that team. Kevin Durant, outside of Steph Curry, not a huge winner. I the, know. The, him and Russell Westbrook. They were okay with the Thunder. They went to the finals, so you know to, to a certain extent. But Durant's not guaranteeing you a championship. Steph Curry will, LeBron will, but but not not Kevin Durant. I'm it's sorry, just definitely hard not because, Kyrie Irving.
2: It's hard because. It's obvious that Kevin Durant is a hall of famer, one of the greatest players ever to play. But for some reason, he hasn't been able to hasn't been able to lead the classic I'm leading this team to success, That's to right. the finals. That thunder team, Russ and Harden and Ibaka loaded. Kevin Durant's great, but his only real success championship-wise is with I mean, it's like, Denis, like what are we talking about? Of course, they won those years with the Warriors. Some of the greatest teams ever assembled. It's unbelievable. And chances are they won without them. But, like, I heard this morning on the radio. If the Celtics, you're going to trade for Kevin Durant, he got bored and he left after winning two championships in Golden State. If he's going to leave that situation, why would you want to off, offload five years of the future for that when, yeah, he'll probably want to leave in a year and a half? Yeah, like, what reason do you have to believe? Yeah, this is going to have for sure success. I don't know. I really no, don't it's, know.
0: It's it's very especially the Doesn't Nets are asking for everything. True, because they don't want to trade him. They don't. They they probably just want to keep him. Well, which I as understand. you should. Yeah, they'd yeah. rather have Kevin Durant than whatever else is out there. For unless sure. they unless someone offers the farm, so to speak, add that to the cliche bank. <laughs> so you know that's 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 where the net stand. So I understand you know them not wanting to, to they're not forced to make a deal. He's still under contract and he's not leaving in free agency. He's still got a couple years left on his deal. Yeah. So that's the difference.
2: Just oh, it's just this is just me personally, but how can that be fun? To go <laughs> to go to these contenders. Like I get it from the perspective of I want to play good basketball and he talks about that like the Warriors they played great basketball. Yeah, but that takes the fun out of like knowing you're going to win 99%. You're 99% sure you're going to win. That's not as fun as 40% sure or 50% sure you're going to win. Where it's really competitive and I'm I'm we're going to give it our all but I'm not sure if it's going to be enough. That's that's like the perfect zone to be
0: in in sports. Then
2: yeah, we're going to win this. Ah, that's just not fun. But that's yeah. me personally. That's just not as fun.
0: Yeah, not I, I like the uncertainty but I, I am intrigued by the the potential rivalry between the Celtics and Warriors. That would be fun to me. So I like the building yeah. of that. Yeah. That could be. And then, yeah, LeBron's still he's still around. He's still around. They don't know what to do with Russell Westbrook. That's still floating out there as well. Is he going to end up in Utah or Indiana Oof. or Yikes. I don't know San Antonio? It's what gonna, an insane be off season.
2: Insane offseason. And yet the Mavericks are still like, yeah, we'll we'll just kind of stay neutral. We'll get a little bit worse. <laughs> and yeah, we got Luca. We'll be fine. Well. We'll say goodbye to Luca in three years and look uh, ourselves in the mirror and say, "Why did we do, Why did we get it so wrong?"
0: Same with same with my Hornets. It's it's, it's it's not good. Has, hasn't gotten a lot better. Hasn't Gosh. gotten a lot better. I know it's, it's a bummer. Except my boy Mark Williams from Duke, really good. Really good. Be good. Really yeah, I'm really excited about him. All right. So each week on the show, we love sharing a special kind of funny, cool, wild, interesting moment of the week. We call it our Meta Share moment of the week. It is brought to you by MediShare. Go to MediShare.com slash unpacking it. MediShare is an awesome uh, healthcare option offering affordable, reliable healthcare that you can trust. Uh, Check out MediShare today. MediShare.com slash unpacking it. You can get a uh, a quote and figure out if it's the right fit for you and your family. And the, the cool part is Members, on average, save 50% or more on their healthcare costs. So, MediShare.com slash unpacking it. All right, Luke, we are going into Major League Baseball. This took place recently, uh, the A's and the Texas Rangers. My Rangers, come on now. There you go. And so, we will play the audio and the video. Here we go.
2: There's the one, two, two Garcia, this one lined into the Ranger
0: bullpen, and what a play.
2: Three the replay here is so Down the right cool.
0: field line, his job is to protect those Rangers pitchers. That boy.
2: And Jonathan Hernandez, who is warming up. The hoodie up underneath the helmet. Good look there. <laughs> For the ball Huge boy. proponent of the hoodie Perhaps hat the combo. The highlight Mac of his life.
1: No question about it. That ball is going to take one hop and definitely one Can go we over discuss there
2: why, so, the down there appreciate <laughs> why, why there's not a better <laughs> solution to where the pitchers warm it. up? <laughs> like an, like
1: an <laughs> what in it? the world? Why totally on agree. earth?
0: Why on earth is the bullpen right there? Th- this kid saved the pitcher warming up in the like if, bullpen that is right off the uh, foul ball. Foul Can you ball actually
2: line? focus if you're warming up there where every 15 seconds? I could get destroyed by a foul ball. You can't get in the zone? No, I don't know. And they're putting that. one now, generational play from the from the bat boy.
0: Shout however, out to the
2: bat boy. However, is is that your greatest solution? Yeah, we got one bat boy who is going to be our our single-handedly our defense here. I don't know. But yeah. we don't want to take away unbelievable play from him. And then he holds the ball up like it like the, um, the I'm just going to call him out. So cool.
0: <laughs> you made sure to hold the ball That's up. Like That's a good it. observation. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that. That's funny. So the question then becomes: Have you? Ha, ha, anybody listening? Have you ever been a bat boy, ball boy? What sport? And what sport would you want to be, the ball boy, bat boy, or girl? For what sport would you want to do that for? Um. So it, to me, the NBA or basketball, where you're on the floor. You're right there in the mix would be really fun throwing towels, you know, water, you know, that kind of thing. But the problem is, those guys have to they they have to be talented and quick when it comes to wiping the floor because that you are saving talk about saving lives. I mean, that's dangerous out there. You get some of that that sweat, they slick, they fall, they get hurt. So you got to and you you have to you have to get it clean by the time the fast break comes back. Um, So that's always tricky. It's a difficult job.
2: So at A and M, their towel guy, I mean. He wore these black sweatpants, and he would sprint out there and slide like he's on a slip and slide on his knees, <laughs> wipe up the sweat or the water, and get back. Madeline, part of the Junior Aggie Club, helped out growing Ooh, up. She helped uh, run out with the towels, wipe up the floor. So shout out to her. Now, let me give the obvious answer for this question. And it's a ball boy at Wimbledon. Now. Really? Oh, yeah. Why do you think Kramer and Seinfeld why, when he was when he was the ball boy as a grown man? But, I mean, it would be difficult. But it's hilarious how, I mean, they do perfect every time. It's, it's almost hilarious where in between, in, between, in between play, they run, grab the ball, and then they're ready to go at the net. Or they stand in the back of the wall with their hands out. Those are the greatest ball boys, ball girls in the
0: world. Very yeah. impressive. Very impressive. So, yeah, it's like a, it's a true job. Like, Were you ever,
2: uh, before before your high school swimming days, were, were you ever uh, the <laughs> swimming version of the ball boy?
1: <laughs>
0: were you the extra, extra Speedo
2: guy? Oh, man, forgot my Speedo, forgot my uniform. I You're, promised the listeners your
0: Speedo free. I promised the listeners Speedo free, and Luke finds a way to get the Speedo into the show. <laughs> he found a way. He found a way.
2: <laughs> it's honestly a competition. The Jake DeLome counter. The speedo counter is climbing the leaderboard here. And the climbing cliche the leaderboard, we've got it, we've got it all going on.
0: <laughs> well, uh, no, I never did any sort of. I don't even know what that would look like in, in swimming. I'm trying to think. Yeah, fixing the lanes or Fix something. The lanes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was. I mean, I was. Or yeah. lifeguard at a swim meet. That's always. Oh yeah, that's always. That's that's a great gig. Come on, what do we? I doing? was always coaching, but yeah, that's a good gig for sure. <laughs> All right, speaking of the pool, nice transition there. Yep. So our life quandary of the week here on the show, we like to ask questions just you know, about life. We need answers. We're, we're wondering. we got questions. So we need to hear from you as, as a listener. But Maddie and I, my daughter, we, we've spent a lot of time at the pool this summer. Nice afternoon, trips to the pool. Always a good time. And if we go during the week, it's it's pretty chill, right? Not too busy. Then you go on the weekend, a lot more people there. And what I've noticed is on occasional Saturdays or Sundays, someone thinks that they're the swim club DJ. Mm. That, that they think everyone wants to listen to their music. So they bring a speaker thinking, oh, this is a service to the neighborhood <laughs> swim club. And, and so, hey, you know, I'm going to put my speaker out and you're going to listen to my choice of music. And so the question then becomes, is this acceptable? Who, you know, who do they think they, they are, I guess, is another thing. <laughs> yeah, what kind yeah. of confidence and boldness do you have to have to say, my music is the music of choice for everyone? Yeah. And then, so growing up, I would always go to the swim club, and we as lifeguards would choose the station that the music was on and yep. 90% of the time it was country music. That was the theme of our swim club, was country music. And yeah. at that time, I was not a country music fan.
2: Low ceiling, high floor move. Low ceiling, yeah. high floor move for country.
0: You know, I remember going back earlier it was more, you know, the summer pop music, you know, at another swim club. And and so those are like when the when the, you know, the staff decides. So yeah. in my neighborhood, no the no lifeguards, it's a low-key pool. And <laughs> and so that means the people in the neighborhood they're bringing their own speakers. The greatest so,
2: swimmers live in that corridor right. of, Char- of the Charlotte
0: community. No Absolutely. lifeguards.
2: No lifeguards here.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. So, so the, the question is: Should I complain about someone else playing music? Do I just bob and enjoy whatever it is? And I have to admit, for the most, I like a lot of music now at this stage of my life. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good over over the weekend. Not too bad. But did everyone enjoy it? And is that really fair to the average person just wanting to go and enjoy the pool? Maybe they don't want to listen to music. So so is it really right to bring your speaker and blare it for everyone to hear? And so that's my quandary today. Couple questions here. First, so there's no
2: lifeguard operated speaker system there. Nope. So silent. it's it's quiet unless Correct. someone decides quite boldly i may say got to yes. knock i can't knock their confidence nope. to be able to in public declare yourself as the disc jockey that's uh that's a pretty bold move now my other question is if you were to take the reins would people appreciate your your metal your metal music your <laughs> your grunge christian rock how many people would uh would toss oh, a vote grunge. in for that
0: yeah, that's right. Well, no, I was thinking about that. Like, what if I just brought praise and worship music, which I enjoy. Yeah. I've been listening to lately. Um, going back to some Charlie Hall. you know Charlie Hall? He's kind of a classic Right, two thousands. Shaming me. He's a, oh, he's a classic. He's a yeah, classic. Yeah, he's classic. You know all his songs, but you might not know who he is. But anyway, Michael I've been w- to same Charlie
2: generation Hall. as Michael W. Smith.
0: No, a little younger than him. Okay. Michael's <laughs> the goat. He's the old school. He's he's late eighties when uh when he did uh Friends Are Friends Forever. So uh Anyway, that's a side note. But well, yeah, what if I started playing Michael W. Smith at the pool? <laughs> well, that how would, would be awesome. Think of that? How bold will I have to be for that? Well, you how can get away. How long would that last? We'd have to do an over/under. How long <laughs> some Chris Tomlin would last Fair. at the pool? Yeah, they they don't even let Chick Fil A do it anymore. Chick they, they have to go instrumental Christian music. instrumental. <laughs> that yeah, was one yeah, of the I worst. I I, I love Chick Fil A. I listen yeah. to a podcast by one pretty of their, soft, pretty soft. I, I didn't like that move. I I like going into the bathroom and, and hearing a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh God is, all right yeah yeah I can I can take care of business. Well, just here's just the kidding.
2: thing. if you went kind of like the Christian pop music that's on the radios today, you'd get away with it for years. No one will bat an eye because I'm waiting listening to the songs. not <laughs> one mention of Jesus
0: there's, there's he not, that's not We're good.
2: talking about some he that's blessing us. Oh he he loves me so much like this is the love song. who are we talking about? So you Before, could get it, you could you could play that and get away with it forever. But if you play some of the classics, throw on Michael W. Smith, you'd get a yes for me. But it would be interesting. I know. So I'm, be I'm, I'm
0: I'm debating what what to, how to. I, for one, I just don't want to monkey around with my. I'm there to swim, so I'm fine there with the swim. music in the background. But I just don't like.
1: It's a business that trip. Up. It's I don't a business want to trip. <laughs>
0: That's right. When when I'm playing with Maddie, I go. All right, time for your swim lesson. It's yeah. time for your swim lesson. No yeah, more monkeying around. It's time for your swim lesson. She's been putting her head we under talk- the water. <laughs> So that's big.
2: We talked about this on another episode. You're just here to get yours. I'm just here to get mine.
0: <laughs> what were we <laughs> no, talking <I'm> not... about? <laughs> seems out of context. That's a
2: deep right? cut from an yeah. episode a year ago of yeah, sports cliches. I, I don't
0: even remember it. I don't even remember it. So I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> the deep yeah. cut.
2: Yeah, thank you for that. I'm just an unpacking it live podcast historian. True fan that's, of the show. <laughs>
0: that's good. You're part of it, but thank you. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So I want to hear from you as a listener what is the setup at your pool? What is your preferred setup? Uh yeah. have we gotten to the point of of uh wireless waterproof headphones? I don't I think to a certain extent that's out oh. there but not mainstream. I Can think we swimmers really be that those?
2: antisocial.
0: If yeah, if, that seems, if
2: that be Oh yikes. I'd have to push back against that. Like
0: like swimmers that swim hundreds and know, thousands that's of That's fair. That's fair. of a, yards. A public
2: pool? <laughs> Adults playing catch with the football with their kids. All of them have waterproof AirPods in. Like when I see when I see people at dinner with their family and multiple family members have AirPods in. Get this, Ooh. I was at a wedding. Actually, I ran into this guy twice. I was at a New Year's party. He had AirPods in the entire night. I'm like, dude, what could you possibly be listening? Great to? Great podcast. That's it's called so, it, packing it. Yeah, four hour podcast. It enough. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the same guy at a wedding on the dance floor, AirPods in.
0: He's dancing to his own song. (laughs) He's he's way out of rhythm, but he's right on beat. You better believe it. He's right on beat.
2: It was unbelievable. I'm like, I feel like I have to shake this guy's hand to have the mental toughness, the confidence to say, I don't care at all what's going on around me. Whatever I'm listening to, way more important.
0: He's not waiting for the DJ to play the electric slide. He's already playing it on his AirPods. He's already there. (laughs) Dent dent dent, boogie woogie woogie. He's already there. He's already boogie woogie woogie. Yeah. You better
2: believe it. Okay, let me ask you this: What's your number one go-to pool song? So I flash back to. So we had a pool growing up, and there's one song that's just iconic, and it's, it's or any song. Huey Lewis in the News. That was the music my mom played, swimming we in the when we would swim in the pool love. as a family. So whenever I hear that song, classic pool song for me. Anything by Huey Lewis in the news?
0: The, the one that jumps out, or to... unwritten
2: by Natasha Bedingfield, that one too. That Classic. does not. No, thank you. The yeah, power the power of, of love, love
0: is... Henry's chatted. The power of love, Huey Lewis. Yeah, I can, I can, I can get behind that. At the pool, though, eh, I don't know. But <laughs> the the song for me that I remember as like a ten to twelve year old was uh, Smash Mouth All Star.
1: Mm, yeah. When
0: that was popular that summer of whatever age that was, I guess it was in the nineties. Yeah, probably yeah, 90s. Did that catch 90s. steam pretty quickly? Oh, that was a huge hit. Okay. Huge hit.
2: Because it's made like, it makes a comeback every year. Or maybe it's just never gotten old.
0: Well, that, that's debatable on who, who who's answering Fair. that question. Fair. But But uh, it's still it's still it still hangs on. Hey, now you're an all star. So that's the one. <laughs> True for me. one hit wonder. True well, one hit
2: wonder. No, they had a couple other ones. They had a couple. Ooh, other you're ones, being generous.
0: They're not a classic band by any means. No, sorry, Smash Mouth. All right, so there you go. There's your, uh, there's your life quandary this week. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, the, the key to this, if you listen to Unpacking It, the key is getting to the latter part of the show. We go totally off the rails. You have, to, you have to think about this. So, you know, you listen to some of the top radio hosts out there, Colin Cowherd, Dan Patrick. Those guys take a break every 10 minutes. You realize that. They take a break every day. Th- we're live here. We're, we're going over an hour now. Yeah. So we are – I haven't stood up. My back's starting to tighten up. Um, I'm getting a little – no, we haven't taken a break. We keep rolling. <laughs> we keep rolling. So, all right.
2: You want to just bring your own hummus to the show. You know, it's just sitting in the fridge. I know you go straight to the mini fridge after the show for a couple carrots and hummus, maybe some celery. Not just carrots. have it on
0: the show. Don't put carrots on me. I'm not a carrot guy. I get, I'm allergic to carrots. So no carrots. <laughs> Emotionally allergic. No, I, I like I like cooked or sweet carrots, but not raw carrots. Ugh, <laughs> it's awful. Get them out of my salad. Get them out. Get them out. All right. Let's bring on Henry. We'll keep things rolling with Henry. He'll kind of give us a breather here, but we're going to do tap drill. So uh, let's uh, let's say hello to Henry. Henry, good to see you. It looks like you're in your shed today. Are you in the shed?
2: <laughs> we'll go Are full screen Henry,
0: Henry. You here. you ready to mow the lawn? <laughs> Boom.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm about to go outside, mow the lawn. I'm about to put the. I'm about to actually put the pink flamingos away because you know we're in the dog days of summer now. And uh, yeah, trying to get the tractor going. The, the go. shed's a
2: little concerning, so we'll go full screen again. We got not sure what's going on in the the right side. The wood he's a woodworker. He's about a like big stairs. project,
1: but but Is then we got two body little... bags, two body yeah, bags those... in the shed. Yeah, those are stairs back there. Actually. Uh, What you see behind me there, those are speaker stands.
0: Okay. All right. So you're at church. You're actually at church today. I'm actually at church, yeah. All right. Well, let's keep things rolling, and I think we have five questions for us
1: today here on Tap Drill. Henry, take it away. All right. Let's start off with one of of Luke's favorite characters, if you want to call him a character, uh, Charles Barkley is in mm. the news and he was actually at a pro-am and he was talking with dan patrick on the dan patrick show and he made an ultimatum to the people of the Live tour he said if you're gonna make me an offer you got a week and if you're not here if i don't have an offer by the time i leave this golf course i'm not doing it so guys what do we think of charles barkley being a commentator on the Lyft Tour?
0: So I'm open to it. I, 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 I love Charles Barkley. And I, I've made it very clear that he could star on every show every night of the week. So wherever you can bring Charles Barkley, I'm in law and order starring Charles Barkley. Great. Oh, he, he was in suits. He was great on suits. Uh, you bring him on the hockey. I saw him on the NHL coverage this year. Uh, put him on baseball. So golf. Great. Now, my concern is him not doing the NBA. Now, he has to do the NBA protected what, at that,
2: all costs that's that's so operation no number one yeah
0: I don't Come care on. how much money they they make as a fan I'm not willing to accept Charles Barkley leaving inside the NBA until he's you know 80 90 years old and he just can't physically do it anymore well so. Larry Brown Larry uh Larry Brown right who am I thinking of not Larry Brown Hugh uh Hubie Brown Hubie Brown yeah he's, he's still doing it he's yeah yeah it. He's, oh yeah he's he what a, Upper 113. 80s. <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah. He's he's been calling every NBA era and I doesn't miss
2: a beat. No, Does not a miss a beat.
0: Yeah, he actually no. He's he's probably he's not my like Vern
2: favorite. Lundquist where it's like, man, you know what? We get his voice is iconic, and at this point, I'm probably a Lundquist hater. If I'm like, dude, just call it a day. Come on, hurting no, legacies
0: he, here. Yeah, see, I was fine with it. I was glad to hear him on the Masters. You didn't like him on the Masters. All he says is. And now to sixteen. It's hey, who better to say it than Vern, the star of Happy Gilmore? That's great. All right, Henry, next one.
1: Hello, friends. As we move on to the next topic, that's right. Uh, The Madden Vern Lundquist
0: doing Jim (laughs) Nance as Charles Barkley. A very sad
2: Vern Lundquist. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Vern Lundquist after a tough day.
1: Madden twenty three is coming out if it's not out already, (laughs) and Madden has their top ten. NFL teams at the top of the list with an overall of 92 is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the list goes as such the Buccaneers, the bills, the Rams, the Packers, the Ravens, the chargers, Luke's Cowboys, the chiefs, the 49ers, the Eagles and the Bengals. So guys, Mm. if you're playing Madden, who you got,
0: Ooh, so, very mm. intriguing that they have the Bucks as the highest rated team on Madden. Um, let, me, let me first be clear. I don't play video games anymore. Hardly maybe once a year. Um, but I loved Madden growing up. It was, it was awesome. A highlight whenever it came out. I always preferred the offseason versus the actual playing. Um, but as far as the, 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 the surprises on this list, to me, the Packers at four, the, the fourth best, essentially the fourth best roster, that seems a little high to me. I'm I'm not yeah. so so certain on on that. And then I would I probably would play with the Chargers. I'm all in on the Chargers. Herbert, Eckler. You know who I really like? I'm gonna talk about this on the fantasy show. Little little uh sneak peek. Josh Palmer, the third wide receiver with the LA Chargers. Remember the name. So uh that's so I, I, that's first I team all Chargers.
2: generic name right there.
0: Josh Palmer, Josh yeah, Palmer. That is. Yeah, Jim Smith and Josh Palmer.
2: <laughs> so here's the thing for me, it's the Eagles. Out of Madden, you, Madden get a running,
0: 85.
2: you get a running quarterback, awesome weapons. I don't care who's on defense. We only play Madden to play offense, unless you're some type of Madden purebred, which I haven't met any of those. Now, let me get this off my I chest. I only run
0: a 3-4. <laughs> That's
2: right, yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm running engage eight. For all Madden fans out there, I'm audibling to engage eight every That's right. play on defense. I like that, I'm too. blitzing the house, uh, giving up a lot of touchdowns. But... If you play Madden, you can't play with Tampa Bay. The people that play with the best roster in any video game, get out of here. I, <laughs> I can't tolerate those people. And NBA 2K17, you're playing with the Warriors? Get out of here. I'm not playing with you. Yeah, You, you, you don't want to be the guy that plays with the best roster. No. Middle of the road, somewhere ranked in the high 70s, low 80s, or just a team that's not your favorite team. Oh, like for me. Huge Cowboys fan, yeah. I'll play with the Eagles, very fun roster, not the best roster. That's the sweet spot. But to play with the Bucks, to play with the and, and 2K17, and, and I don't think Tom
0: Brady's fun on Madden. No, pocket
2: passing and Madden, yeah. You can't, yeah. No. close you have,
0: yeah. Yeah. you want to find whatever team has a player closest to Michael Vick. So actually, right. the Ravens so the with Lamar Jackson, yeah. that's yep. always fun, yeah.
1: All right, next one, Henry. All right. I'm not too sure if you guys have heard, but the NFL has come out with their own streaming service called, get this, NFL Plus. So for $4.99 per month, exactly right, or $39.99 per year, a subscription will include all out-of-market preseason games, which was formerly available with the subscription to the NFL Game Pass that used to be $99 a year. Hmm. So guys, are you subscribing to NFL Plus? I'm considering it. Uh, oh. Yeah. Ooh.
0: So, no, here's the thing. You, you have can, Red Zone, though. I know, but having access to the replays with no commercials. So you can still watch any game. it just be a replay of those games.
2: You just can't watch any game live.
0: No, but I have enough to watch live. I've, I've you, got the Red you Zone. Are, you are a record a game, watch it later. So for you, it makes sense. I get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. So, uh... As far as the streaming, I mean, with I have YouTube TV, so I have Red Zone, and then I'll watch the CBS and Fox game, and there's at least you know, one game in each window, and then one of the windows has two games. Oh, can't so, wait for football season. Oh, yeah, it's coming, baby. Here so we go. I'm so happy just so talking I'm, about it. I'm intrigued with the NFL Plus. But here's the thing. This is a step toward every game being available streaming, which will be the Sunday ticket. It's finally leaving DirecTV or at least offering in two years, I think a year or two. Maybe after this season, it'll finally be available to either Google, Apple, Amazon. One of those services uh, will yeah. partner with the NFL. So I'm I am excited that it's coming. That's that's what's next. But they have to finish the contract. So but this here's is the thing.
2: You still got to get around the the blackout markets thing. No, they're like, going to move past some of that. They got to move past some of that. I have no hope in the near future
0: oh, for any sport.
2: Like This is outrageous to me. So. No, you know we won't appreciate this. FC Dallas, local soccer team in Dallas. I cannot watch games on TV because this. I mean, here's the. So law. Who's,
0: who would watch it then? So you, no they, one you, telling if me it's, no one's watching in
2: it. market? It's blacked out. I have to go to the game. If I because I live in Dallas Fort Worth, because I live in Dallas Fort Worth, I cannot watch live games of my local team. In what world does that make sense? It's just so outdated. So. And also for NFL Plus, why on earth are you even advertising? You can watch all out of market preseason games. Throw that out. Whoever decided that should be included in in the the advertisement copy, what are we doing? Has anyone has anyone read that? Has has anyone read that and rejoiced? Yes, finally all of the out of market preseason games. To your point, the attractive feature, you get the all twenty two film. So for like NFL analysts, radio guys who care about that stuff. That's a huge feature and
0: replays of games is nice. But the live game feature pointless. on your phone. I'm not watching a game on my phone unless yeah, I'm like come on. Uh, at a, an event that I have to be at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I try to limit. The, so, and a, a live game on your phone does
2: not meet the criteria to beat out the man cave setup that you have of the multiple
0: big TVs. Doesn't yeah, stand and a I, chance. And I'm not even as a third option or a fourth option putting it on my phone i'm just that's a that's a non-option especially as an android <laughs> user yeah, easy CK with the android easy with the i could be an ipod if i wanted to or an you iphone have magnifying
2: glass to look at the pixels to see I'll who's actually carrying the ball
0: get out of here i'm give me i'm, with luke, I'm
1: with
0: luke snobbery. on the blackouts
1: Luke, I, I can I can feel your pain when it comes to the to the soccer blackouts. For whatever reason, up here in Connecticut, we can watch the New England Revolution, but we can't watch NYCFC and we can't watch the Red Bulls for some reason. They're blacked out. All so like, dumb. That doesn't make so sense. Dumb. They gotta they gotta fix all that for sure. All right, Henry. All right, staying in the NFL, did you get to see the throwback helmets? The NFL is coming out with all of the teams, with the, with the new unis, the alternate unis, and the throwback helmets. So, guys, and Luke, you don't count on this because the Cowboys always have one of the best throwbacks, so you don't count. Hmm. What, what stood out to you with the new throwbacks?
0: So and and then the alternative helmets too the the Panthers will go all black which will be fun. So mm. I I like the Panthers one. The the Bengals they have a white one with the the black um so cool. What do you call it? Stripes. Yeah. So so that's pretty I did a little <laughs> little Bengal uh thing there. So um yeah, no I, I thought that was cool. But as, <laughs> but as far as uh, you guys We got to get it. we got to get catch. another one of that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I have two
0: little girls. I do I do uh, animal sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe keep that, that in house. Girl. Maybe but, keep but that in you, house. Yeah. You know what my favorite old school logo is? The Denver Broncos. With the horse in the middle of the D. So that's that's the that's one I like. I don't cool. know if they're doing that necessarily. They always had like a weird blue sometimes the Broncos do. I like the old school orange and blue, the lighter blue. Uh that would be my favorite. I saw the Patriots one. I don't like the old Patriots. That's not my I don't like that helmet. So, there you go. Luke? Cowboys are
2: rocking uh, their throwback white helmet with the blue star for Thanksgiving. Uh, Cardinals have, like, this weird red and black one that's interesting. Seems to be a stretch. The Eagles all-black helmet will be cool. Eagles and, uh, like, a dark green or all-black, I think, looks very sharp all the time. The winner is obviously the white Bengals helmet. I feel like everyone last season was begging Cincinnati, please, we just want the white helmet. Please give it Hmm. to us. So very excited for that.
0: So that'd be fun. That adds a little something. They, they don't do the color rush anymore, do they?
1: Do they do that no, on no, nights? no more of the color rush. That was I think that was only good for um for Thursday night football.
0: Yeah, that's, they didn't catch on.
1: No was poor, really. poor
0: people that were colorblind, were watching the same team. <laughs> that was a tough time. Was that when Starter was the was the jersey maker? This was five Athletic. years ago. Come on. It wasn't that long ago.
2: Oh, we can bring the starter God. jackets back. Starter. Well, Tony Romo is the only starter brand ambassador to this day. I this don't understand why Cuban. starter left.
0: <laughs> I think what? it's Cuban.
2: Right? Oh, well, starter, ar- yeah. We're already
0: out on Cuban's uh, dress code. <laughs> you know what brand I used to? I used to have Franklin.
1: Are they still around? <laughs> yeah. Franklin. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think they. I think you still might be able to find some of them, like maybe on Amazon or eBay or whatever. Yeah, that was that was Franklin and one and fila and one a... and one.
0: Oh my! That was, God. I had lo- I, so I had and one shirt and one shirts and shorts and shoes and I was all set. I was, what was, I was the?
2: There was another sports brand that started with an A, from like my middle school days. Adidas? No. Asus. <laughs> Asus. No, it was like it was kind of like Franklin for like youth football jerseys and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Rydell, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're,
0: we're deep cut there. All right, guys. Well, Henry, good stuff from you. Appreciate it, man. Right. Thanks for running the chat. Have fun at church today. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you coming to us. Coming to us live from the closet. So the shed. <laughs> the shed. shed. Henry in the shed. The, the, the wild adventures of henry i mean that's that's a that's a whole another show you
2: does tune in to see where henry reports yeah. from
0: my favorite still is the ice rink, <laughs> the ice rink. <laughs> it was inaudible we could and not the, hear henry we kind of saw him he stood out at the, uh, the hockey rink literally rink
1: literally i'm hearing <laughs> slap shots in the background yeah let's the carving let's, of the ice let's see i've come to you from the ice rink i've come to you from the softball field if I remember correctly, I also came to you from Planet Fitness at one point.
0: That was, I think, I was at the Unpacked lunch.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> at, that was a treat. We thank you for that. <laughs> on I love, the stair I love, stepper, I love on talking the stair to anybody
0: stepper. anybody that's working out is always my favorite. Hey man, just trying to knock knock you know two birds with one stone. I'm going to give you a call on can't Wallet. do it. Can't do, yeah. do it. <laughs>
2: It's at either going to be event. a bad workout, or you're 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 giving us nothing in the conversation. That's right.
0: <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. I just, just the heavy breathing. Nah, nah, the get it out of here. here. Come on, <laughs> come on. You and you and you stay at Planet Fitness. Let me know when you're done.
1: <laughs> all
0: right, guys. Hey, great to be back. Thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, love to hear from you. You can email me Bryce at unpackingit.com. Uh, we're we're in the process of of you know making some changes here or there. Uh, within unpacking it and within the show. Uh, So we'd love to hear from you, any suggestions or or ideas. uh, We always appreciate it. Uh, Also encourage you to check out our Fantasy Football Fellowship podcast. Uh, That's available uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search Fantasy Football Fellowship. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to that throughout the fantasy season. Uh, And then all you fantasy players and owners, uh, check out fantasyfootballfellowship.com. Get connected uh, with all the content that we have there as well. And then today, our unpack This topic was about God fighting our battles for us um, and relying on him, trusting him. And so we don't, we don't be worried. We just say God, God will handle that. God, God will handle that. Um, comparing it to Darren Waller saying that, it, oh, yeah, my agent handles that. My agent handles that. So that devotional will go out in just a little bit. Uh, be sure to subscribe to that, unpackingit.com slash subscribe. For Henry, Luke, CJ, Landon, Chris. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Live podcast presented by MediShare.
1: For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackin'it.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T dot com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackin'it.com slash donate.